Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's concert week? And from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows? I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts. And I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people. Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson. Peso Pluma and Sarah McLaughlin, like back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainer, then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLaughlin and have us the summer of my life. So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. You will Jayla. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And go to whoweekly.us to buy tickets to our live shows in London and Dublin in what? Three weeks? Two weeks? It's not far I away. Think it's like two weeks. It's not so far away. Please, uh, please get, get over there and buy up those seats. Buy mm-hmm. up those ticks. It's going to be really fun. We can't wait if you don't have a ticket what's stopping you what's who stopping knows you? when we're coming back I mean, some of them are sold out but not all of them so come not all of them you'll have a good so time please come see us you'll have almost live. as good of a time at our live shows as rachel zegler did at the people's choice awards last night because she won somehow action movie star of the year <laughs> and the people's choice is <gasps> rachel, rachel zegler <laughs> I'll tell you how she won it. She was there. She was there. Who wasn't there? I actually don't know how many of these people weren't there, but I'm assuming that Viola Davis and Tom Cruise didn't make it to the Action Movie Star of the Year Awards at the, P- at the PCAs. Just be, let's just be real as to who was here. And let's um, use a little bit of insider media knowledge to understand that. When you show up, you severely boost your, your odds, you know? Plus, we're talking about the people's choice, so... We always are having to remind ourselves that the people are the ones voting. Mm-hmm. And the people said Rachel Zegler was great in the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. She was. I saw it. There were so many award shows. The BAFTAs and the People's Choice happened kind of at the same time. Yeah, which people were choosing I guess maybe that. did confuse you because maybe you thought some of the BAFTA people were actually at the People's Choice. And you thought that maybe Chriselle and G-Flip were at the BAFTAs. But no, they were at the People's Choice. Oh, I should have done a game. Ugh. G was sort of like, like adjusting Paul Mezcal, and you would have said like BAFTAs. <laughs> Andrew Scott, BAFTAs. You're correct. You're correct. Rachel no, Zegler, People's Choice, yeah. America Ferrera, PCAs. But that would have been maybe difficult. That actually would have been really tough. She won the movie performance of the year. They break down their categories so strangely. They're like best actor, best actress. She won the movie star of the year. Viola Davis, who I loved in Air, has no business being in movie performance of the year, you know? You love Air. Melissa McCarthy in The Little Mermaid? What's she doing here? You know what? That's what the people's choice is for. Uh, now, tonight, we dive into the year's most iconic pop culture moments as voted on by you, the people. That's right. People's Choice Awards are decided on by actual fans who cast their votes the proper way on their phones, probably while sitting on the toilet. And whether it was music, television, sports, or movies, this was the year of the fans. The day ones, the diehard stands, the people who make those Pedro Pascal edits on TikTok. I see you. 
Yes, to borrow some highly confusing Gen Z slang, the fans really ate this year. I w- I'd rather talk about Haley Bieber's iPhone case drama. Her road lip gloss iPhone case. Do you think that Haley Bieber's lip gloss iPhone case is kind of vaginal or is it just me and most of the internet that was kind of like, mm, what's going on with this case? I definitely think it's kind of vaginal, but it's mostly just, it's um, it's sensual. Just broadly, yeah. it's like, uh. it's very sensual. Uh. It's biological. <laughs> How about this? It's biological. <laughs> I, think it's- I mean, it just, it gives body part. It gives yes, flat. That's what I mean. It's a, how do you describe it? Haley Bieber has a new iPhone case that she's been toting around. And honestly, I have to say as a marketing, the girly, the girly is good at marketing. It's a gorgeous marketing tool in that when you take a picture of yourself in the mirror with the phone, you mm-hmm. see the case and you see how this iPhone case has a slot, a slot, mm-hmm. I guess that's a, a bad, has a, a slot. slot, a slit, a hole, a, a divot, tunnel. a, a, okay, a, place where you can put in your road that's the of course Every, one of everything really good, good. one what of everything one really of everything good, really good. Mm-hmm. you can put your road lip gloss into the slot the, the case slot. the hole the yes. slit the slit the the vagina the vagina. vagina in your phone can hold the lip gloss and she posted she's been posting this and you know this really wasn't picked up but it did make me laugh I guess what happened was right after this. Which was revealed on Super Bowl Sunday, I think. On Sunday, February, I'm just going to read it because like, who even knows? On Sunday, February 11th, Selena Gomez's boyfriend, record producer, Benny B- Benny Blanco, made headlines. He didn't. He just made one headline. He made which one was headline. Your, which was Entertainment Tonight. Just your, just your publication. As he posted a picture of a bitten hot dog placed on a hot, see, place on a hot dog on his iPhone via his Instagram story. As soon as the, the post surfaced, netizens, that's you, speculated it was a dig at Haley Bieber, the wife of Selena Gomez's former boyfriend, Justin Bieber. For the unversed, for, for the institutionalized, <laughs> Haley Bieber is the founder and owner of a skincare and beauty brand called Rode. Recently, the brand launched a collection of co- phone covers with custom-made pouches, pouches, okay, sure, to hold the, the company's lip products. The media personality was seen posing with her phone, with a road skin line kept in the viral case. And now Benny Blanco's Instagram story featuring the hot dog resembles the same. And here's my argument. No, it doesn't. It doesn't resemble. It absolutely doesn't. So we can have like long sort of like strange conversations about what Haley Bieber's road iPhone case looks like. Like you're looking at a at a Georgia O'Keeffe painting of a flower. You know, you're like, well, yes. what is it yes. really? When you yes. look at Benny Blanco's case with the hot it's dog on it, you're like, that's dog. a hot dog covered in mustard. Well, they're also and it's a hot they're dog giving bun. different. My issue is they're giving different genitalia. You know, we're giving the hot dog is giving penis mm-hmm. and the and the, and the lip gloss is giving vagina. So mm-hmm. I really don't understand what's really funny about this is they thought it was a picture of a hot dog just lying on an iPhone. No, it's a hot dog. It's, it's an a, iPhone case. That's that meant to look like a hot dog. <laughs> a hot dog made by, honestly, this girly, I want, I've been wanting one of her cases for a long time, but it's one Bailey of those phone Hikawa. cases that makes your phone like unusable oh, yeah. or just, you can't put it anywhere. It makes your phone huge. But she has, she made a custom iPhone case. It's a great press for her for Benny Blanco. Her name is uh, Bailey Kawa. You can go on Instagram and see all of her beautiful iPhone cases. They are really beautiful. I mean, you're right. When I first saw this headline, 
Because I you said I what? said, oh, <laughs> Benny Blanco shoved a hot dog into the road case. I was like, what? He like I thought he was deliberately like making explicitly oh, like the making doggy, fun not of it. the bun. I like thought he was dog. shoving like a hot dog frankfurter into so smart, the though. lip gloss slit and making a joke about Haley Bieber's case. But no, he's just posting another case. The type of case that I would probably see in day-to-day life at any point in time. Right, because then he went, but then he would have to have the road case. Mm-hmm. Like he would have to buy the viral, and honestly, not even on sale yet. I think it just went on sale. It just went on sale, Road, yeah. iPhone case. But instead he has this hot dog. I mean, this is boring. And also this hot dog, the, the girl who made it said, there's no way he did this in response because he ordered this like five weeks ago because it takes me like five weeks to make this giant mm-hmm. hot dog phone mm-hmm. case. So like this is ridiculous, but it's also just like so patently untrue. untrue. I kind of want the road vagina case. Are you a lip gloss person? I mean, I'm always looking for lip gloss. I'm always like searching. If it was on my phone, maybe I would like, it would just be there. It'd be so chic. I'm I'm sort of like, I can't remember the last time you like whipped out some lip gloss and put some on like in my company. I'm always putting on lip gloss. I'm I'm always putting on lip gloss. No, but it's like, I feel like if you have this on the back of your thing, you're like constantly putting on lip gloss. Otherwise, why do you need it on your phone at all the t- at all times? Because it's kind of sh- it's kind of chic. You could put other stuff there too, like a hot dog. Wow, the idea of putting a hot dog in the I mean, people are going to put random things in this slit when they get. Oh, this. the TikToks <laughs> are going to be hilarious. Well, air quotes hilarious. Oh. I mean, I guess the point of this segment is the kind of fake slander of causing drama between these two women is like so out of control that we're just like coming up with things out of thin air. That's exactly what it is. You almost got to feel bad for the in- for the entire team. Because although is, like Selena Gomez is messy, like this is just not even something she weighed in on. Well, the funnier part about it is that like the Selena v. Haley thing has been going on for so long. And it's sort of like, what team are you on? Are you on Team Haley or are you on Team Selena? And there are sort of reasonable arguments for both sides of that coin. However, everyone seems to universally hate Benny Blanco. So when you make it Benny Blanco versus Haley, Haley's just kind of the clear winner. Well, and people are willing to just he's just a better villain because he's kind of like snarky and outspoken and like cheeky and like kind of gross. And that's kind of his thing. So he like went, he came into this already with the reputation of being kind of like... I'll say whatever. Guys, it's Valentine's Day, and these are my girlfriend's favorite pickles. The only problem is you can only get them shipped from fucking Texas. But we got them, so now we're gonna fry them. Make your batter. I put Sprite in mine. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Pickles, in. All right, so you take them out of here and you put them in a little bit of panko. Say goodnight. Drop them in the deep fryer. Oh my God. Fuck me. All right, guys, take one, dip it. I think we've only talked about him in any way extensively on the patreon because of the selena stuff but he's a like he's a who i'm sorry right he is a who i know that he's i know that he's famous i know that he's written a lot of music he's like jack antonoff but like yeah he's kind of a who in turn but 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 i do feel like if there's any time for him to cross over dating selena gomez like now's the time like make some moves making viral tiktoks about fried pickles right 
Right. Yeah, let's move on. Hailey Bieber scores a new look at the Super Bowl. The Road founder brought her signature beauty game to the 2024 Super Bowl on February 11th, showing off a subtle but striking new hair transformation. Hailey debuted a dark chocolate brown hair color and longer locks as she enjoys the game with her hubs, Justin Bieber. She was previously known for having light brunette locks and shorter hair after famously cutting it off last year into a bob. Tish Cyrus went on two podcasts this past week. One was her own and one was Call Her Daddy. And she made some headlines for both of those appearances. I mean, she the funnier one she made for her own. Yeah. Her own podcast, Sorry We're Stoned, that she has with her daughter. I do think it is really funny that when Call Her Daddy doesn't have like a big guest, mm-hmm. no one cares. <laughs> Not yeah. to be. They really like, they land like big guests. And then like when there's kind of a filler guest, sorry to Tish Cyrus and her daughter, Brandy, Brandy Cyrus. Yeah, not Noah, not it's Miley. It's like, <laughs> n- did anyone care about this? You know what I mean? Even the headlines from it are like, mm, they're talking about Miley. Well, they're talking about Miley. They're talking about old Miley stories from the perspective of Tish. And it's really not interesting. Yeah, because that's like her mom being like, yeah, she smokes salvia, which is a lie, but whatever. I can't believe they're still on that salvia thing. The video of Tish, Miley Cyrus. Tish, smoked weed being... throughout the entire episode is still like, oh, yeah, like, the picture with Miley in the bong was Salvia. It's like, no, it wasn't. But that's fine. It wasn't. It wasn't. On her own podcast, she told a more interesting story. Although what bothers me is that, like, I feel like we only have 15% of this story. Here's a headline well, from OK. Well, Tish Cyrus admits to awkward encounter with Ashley Judd after revealing they went to high school together. Quote, I wouldn't call I us wouldn't friends. Call us friends. <laughs> so you kind of think it's going to be like, we were enemies. We didn't like each other. But the farthest that she goes is that, like, we didn't care about each other that much. And we've well, had, like, like, three weird interactions in our adult is, lives. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's accurate. She says, she'll never hear this, which is like, oh, my God. <laughs> she'll never hear this. It's a little bit of tea. But Ashley Judd and I went to high school together, which is not tea. And also, what? It's just fact. We knew each other in high school. I wouldn't call us friends by any means. We were acquaintances. But we weren't friends. <laughs> Were you guys frenemies, Brandy38 asked her mom, about the strange dynamic with the activist? (laughs) (laughs) The activist, FYI, is Ashley Judd. Yes. I don't know if we cared about each other much. It was just weird. We knew who each other were. This is like everyone you know in high school. Like, why is this weird to be like, we went to high school together, we Mm -hmm. knew about each other, but we just weren't friends. Like, that's 99% of the people I went to high school with, right? Like, Mm -hmm. okay. I like The producer then revealed, she and Ashley saw each other years later on the red carpet once the high crime star mm-hmm. was a big actress and she'd married what she had married billy ray cyrus what year was that quote we saw each other on a red carpet during the cmas after but not that many years later tish revealed someone said oh ashley this is tish cyrus we totally acted like we didn't know each other it was so weird so you're saying you also acted like you didn't know each other i'm saying tish recognized ashley and that ashley did not recognize tish right obviously but because Tish was like, I know I went to high school with this big celebrity who's been a big celebrity for a long time. And she's like, who is this woman? Mm-hmm. Brent Tish Cyrus. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Also, Ashley Judd is like, not the most like, I'm going to remember who you are from high school person. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's not put this all on Tish. Famously, Ashley Judd is not remembering you from Ashley high school. Ashley had other stuff to deal with, you know? She's not out here remembering Tish Cyrus. Yeah. No, I mean, that's fair. 
On the February 7th episode of Call Her Daddy, Tish and her oldest daughter, Brandy, went on to talk about their relationship with each other, what it was like when their entire family became famous, and the public response to that infamous video. I so cannot believe we're, we're talking not... about that the video still. Their, yeah, their entire family that. has been ripped apart by, like, the, the uh, Billy Ray de- uh, marrying Firebrand, or whatever her name is. Fire Store, Firehole, whatever Isn't it Firebrand? Is. It's it, Firebrand. No, no. Fire. Fire Rose. Thank you. Fire, fire Rose. Oh, I'm just saying like okay. her whole family, like if we're going to talk about anything controversial, it's like half of your kids are like on the dad side and half your kids are on the mom side. Like talk mm-hmm. about that. Talk about that. Yeah. They're not talk about, about the about fight. About... Talk about the fight. One time Miley Cyrus smoked a bong. Yeah. I really can't believe that that is still. The video posted on TMZ shows Miley Cyrus at a party deeply inhaling smoke from a bong. Okay, a little bit of that. The website source said the video was taken by a friend days after the teen idol turned 18. <laughs> and that Miley wasn't smoking marijuana, but the psychedelic herb salvia, legal in California for adults. <laughs> the drug has a cult following on college campuses. To be clear, I did say, like, why didn't they talk about this stuff? I didn't listen, so I don't know if they did talk about that stuff. So <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Like, it's kind of unfair for me to be like, why didn't they talk about this? And it's like, well, Lindsay, they did talk about it. It's like, Thank you well, I'm for not that listening. honesty. I appreciate that honesty. Just, I just, like, I'm not going to listen. So You and Heather Ray Young have this motto in common, positivity only. <laughs> Whenever there's Heather Ray Young info, uh, like news updates, I'm there. Well, they call weirdly the I headlines don't know why call calling her Heather, Heather Ray, Ray Young. Young. She's Al Musa. But in her Instagram, she's Heather Ray Al Musa. Obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's giving Streisand effect because I didn't even know that she had snubbed. She had done a snub, or she had gotten in trouble. But then I only saw the backlash at the snub, which was when she said, "Positively, positively." Here's the only. problem. It's not the Streisand effect because the Streisand effect is when the person gets unwanted attention from bringing it up. Like right, Heather but, Ray, Heather Ray wanted more attention. You know, like oh, Heather okay, Ray okay, okay, loved. Okay, okay. Barbara's like, so you're saying quit talking Streisand about me. <laughs> quit it. You're saying well, the Streisand fan. We the way that we use it has morphed into something where Barbara Streisand actually originally did not want attention for what she was bringing attention to, and that mm-hmm. was the point. This is like attention only, please. Mm-hmm. All please she wants give me attention. Is attention. You know what we should call it? The Streisand defect. The Streisand defect. <laughs> yeah, because Instead you have a, you have a problem. <laughs> it's it you literally have a problem it's a where problem. you want this kind of attention constantly. Right. So you're giving the Streisand defect when you post again after people Streisand in your comments are defect. like, "Why did you leave out?" Like you posted a Valentine's Day post and you left out your stepdaughter. You snubbed your stepdaughter. Disgusting woman disgusting woman and you know what's funny usually when i see these i'm like okay they saw one comment and they made a post about it and then mm-hmm. i went in the comments there are so many there are a lot of comments. comments there are so many people in people are like you fucking bitch you fucking bitch i feel so sorry for your fucking kids how are you so fucking cruel how to your kids dare you left out your stepdaughter in your in your valentine's really day said what she did. carousel she on valentine's day she posted a carousel and it said happy valentine's day to my boys t T and B. I've never felt so much love in my life. All you three know why keep she me on left my toes. The girl? Because she's um heteronormative and she was like, I'm only gonna name the boys. Yeah. She said Valentine's Day is when girls say love you to the boys and boys say love you to the girls. That's it. Bobby No, I know. Literally the the woman I'm is, is I'm the, nodding. Is, 
The woman is like, it gives like Cleaver, like Mrs. Cleaver, Aunt Cleaver. What's the character? June Cleaver. (laughs) She gives June Cleaver. Mm -hmm. I mean, she is literally like, in her mind, there was no way that she was ever going to reference her stepdaughter, not because Mm -hmm. she didn't love her, but because she's a girl. (laughs) No, I agree. Okay. (laughs) I just real. I'm sorry. I just realized this. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about that. She said she wished happy birthday, sorry, happy Valentine's Day to the boys, like her her children, and Tarek. Like, he, she left out the girl. So everyone's saying, what about Taylor? Oh, poor Taylor. How are you leaving poor Taylor out? And so she... <laughs> <laughs> no, people so actually annoying. were, though. People actually were. I just want to no, be clear. Yeah. People were. So she posted a story, not a grid post, because the other one was a grid post. So she posted a story... Of her hugging Taylor and she captioned it we close our ears to the pettiness we strive for positivity only she knows she's my number one gal but she's not gonna say happy Valentine's Day to the girl still you know yeah like, she still refuses <laughs> she, she still is like Valentine's like, Day is only for women to say to women and women to say to men including her stepson so it is kind of like not even in her mind related to anything you know yeah Imagining like talking to Heather Rail Musa and being and her being like oh Valentine's God. Day is when the boys love the girls and the girls love the boys and you're like okay oh Heather God. what are like two what do you what do the non-binary people do I feel like she would start like absolutely seizing and convulsing and explode like just fully I mean, just blow up Oppenheimer I'm who I'm sure there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that would a lot of books that would rock her mind if she got her hands on them and and you know read. I'm so sad she's not on Selling Sunset anymore. It's because a, I was going to really say, is. it's the kind of confrontation she would have with Chriselle. Right. Oh, God. I'm so sad she's off the show. I'm, I'm going to miss her laugh so much. Next year, I'm going okay. to make Valentine's Day cards that say, that's just Heather Ray Young. Heather Ray Elmoose's gigantic mouth going, ha, 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 happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. To all the boys only in my life. The silent of the lamb. (laughs) You are? The silent of the lamb. (laughs) Because Selena Gomez said that she wants to cut your hair. Yeah. Did you hear that? I I didn't hear that, but. What do you think it sounds like something she'd say? (laughs) I like that laugh. I want to be famous. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> when I sleep to... on other beds, what is there I else get to mad. say is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It... I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get, and that's the one I got, and that's the one that I love, and that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it, and now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different. And that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. 
I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Hi, this is Amy Poehler, here to tell you about a new improvised show from Paper Kite Podcasts, the team that brought you Say More with Dr. Sheila. Check out our new parody podcast, Women Talking About Murder. It's a show about women talking about murder every episode features special guests twists turns and the mystery of a missing co-host available on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts i don't know about you but i got the shoppies and i'm ready to (laughs) shop shoppies Thank God it's Rakuten's Big Give Week. You get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ulta, Adidas, Doc Martin, Ray-Ban. I'm just naming the ones that I like, the, the brands that I like. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During the Big Give Week, May 6th through May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I just actually got some cash back. It's incredible. Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. They have 15 million members who are already saving. So join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of Big Give Week's 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. How much of this Let's move on i put this in here because the headline the richest sisterhood of the traveling pants stars ranked number one's net worth is 10 million higher than number two's is really funny why is it really funny you know you'd have to ask just jared who posted why they're posting the ranked a ranked slideshow of stars of the sisterhood of the traveling pants have you noticed just jared posts like more lately they're, I mean, they're just posting everything, I it's, guess. It's, it's everything, and the, and they're and they're like templatizing stuff more than ever. It's giving like we really need clicks. It's really depressing me. And you'd think like, oh, we're only talking like the main sisters of the traveling pants, but we're talking the full cast. So like, you really. <laughs> oh, we're talking Bradley Whitford. We're talking. We're talking. Costa. We're talking. Jesse Williams. Right, talk- exactly. Exactly. Mm, okay. Exactly. Okay. We're talking Nancy Travis, who played Carmen's stepmother Lydia. We're oh talking Blake Lively. Oh, well, we already were She's talking. She's one of the sisters. Who is number one, do you think? Do you have any idea who number one would be? Let me give you a hint. She played Bridget's grandmother, Greta, in the second movie. (laughs) Number one. Net worth, according to Just Jared. Who is the grandmother? Is it Blythe Danner? (laughs) Why didn't you stop her from leaving me? Why didn't you try harder? It was complicated. I tried to help her. She wouldn't let me. But I was always trying. Listen to me. She loved you. Then why didn't she stay alive for me? Because she was sick. 
And there was nothing that you could have done to make her better. It's Blythe yeah. Danner. <laughs> it's I'm Blythe going back to my sisterhood memory. It's Blythe Danner, Danner right? It's Blythe Danner. And I want to bring up Blythe Danner, Danner because <laughs> Blythe Danner is... The, the Blythe Danner is mentioned in the iconic off-Broadway show... Oh, Mary, starring Cole That's Escola. what I, I just did the Cole. <laughs> I did the Blythe Danner. <laughs> and what's really funny is friends of ours saw the show and then immediately saw Blythe Danner. Apparently, Blythe Danner then attended the show and was like, LMAO, I'm, sh- I'm in the show. But that's kind of crazy to see the show and then see Blythe Danner. They said they walked out of the show where Blythe Danner is literally the first joke of the entire show. The name Blythe And then they Blythe were walking Danner. down the street and, there was, and there was Blythe Danner. You know, I said hi to her once. We were both buying cookies. <gasps> what kind of cookies? Chocolate Tates. chip. At this cookie show oh. that no longer exists that was in Midtown. Shh. And I was getting my like sort of, I used to have a habit of getting like an afternoon cookie. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember. I know where that came from. <laughs> I mean, she was right. She was right. So sometimes I go she to Schmackeries. She did make us go to Schmackeries. <laughs> I, <laughs> and I hated Schmackeries. Sometimes I would go to I, Schmackeries. Like, which is like, I hate Schmackeries. Did you notice Schmackeries has like a pretty pronounced role in the most recent season of Only Murders in the Building? <laughs> yes, because it's... I was like, who does Schmackery know? No, it's literally because it's hilarious. Like, actually, it, it really confirms how funny I've always thought Schmackeries was. Like, on every level, there's well, something hilarious. The but funniest part of Schmackeries was that Francesca would always go, I got a Schmack attack. And yeah. we go... <laughs> Okay, I was having a schmack attack, but I didn't really want to go to schmackeries. I wanted to go somewhere else. Oh, I wanted to go to that place that was nearby that also had hot chocolate. I was getting hot chocolate on a cookie. That's what I was doing. But like, was just getting a cookie. Twelve? Okay. Oh, I was mid twenties probably. I was probably twenty. Everyone's going out on a smoke break, and Bobby's like, "I gotta get a cookie and hot chocolate." (laughs) I was probably twenty-seven, maybe. Okay. And so I'm going to this cookie shop or bakery. Yeah. It's not a cookie shop. Mm -hmm. It's a bakery. And who's mm-hmm. in front of me? Midday, not many people in the place, but Blythe Danner. And the whole time I'm thinking, yeah. Bobby, do I say hello to Blythe Danner? Do I leave her alone? Like, am I going to regret it? What do I do here? It was very much the situation that I have with Kate Hudson. And I ultimately decided, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to say hi and tell her that I'm a fan. And that's what I did. And she you was did. so, she said thank you. But then I remember her sort of narrowing her eyes at me and being like, this is very strange. And I think I said something about how we both got chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> And it like wasn't. You, you she made just, it like, weird. She wasn't interested. She just fully wasn't yeah. interested. And I then like I felt deflated. You, sorry, but whenever you say something like that to a celebrity, I don't. I don't think you, have you ever gotten a good response from a celebrity when you say that. I feel like multiple times now the black and gold thing. Black. Well, usually because oh, it was a Chloris, not Chloris Leachman, Olympia Dukakis. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you don't get a good response. Okay, like let's talk about let's re- talk about iconic <laughs> women. I've walked up to a new york city and said i'm a fan only one of them has been into it here we go olympia dukakis not into it not into not into catherine o'hara absolutely not into it not into it blythe danner confused probably not into it not into it kate hudson could never have been more into it could never have been more into it well she's the real deal yeah because you said you loved her new single. Just who, kidding. When did this was, happen? Who was the least? Oh, this was like twenty. If you if you told Kate Hudson you loved her new single, it would just be like be she would friend. never let you go. That'd she would like friend. tote you around. Yeah, no, she I really would be can't believe so that when happy. You, when you click this, when you click this story, it's just Blythe Danner's like bespectacled face staring at you. And not to be like, oh, she's not that rich, but like her her net worth is forty million dollars. Fake, according to this. It's yeah. just funny that she's the she's the number one according to this list richest 
woman from person from yeah who is the least rich like who's at the bottom of the list it's it's costas oh my god costas is the last one on the list but he's just but like not even last he's just a person he's just a person the cookie that paul rudd is destroying in that scene from only murders in the building is from the city bakery schmackeries i thought you were gonna say i'll have what he's having I could have said that. (laughs) (laughs) So without spoiling anything, the cookie plays a big role in the latest season of Only Murders in the Building. Paul Rudd, not only a guest star, but it's his murder that Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez are trying to solve. All right, so so we, we got the cookie. We have two kind of similar feuds happening, one now and one a little later, but um This one's pretty good. This is uh this is these are feuds that are about who versus them in a way. Wouldn't you say? Well, who's the who? Dave East and Dave Jim East Jones is the who. Is the Jim them. Jones is the them. Yeah, I think this is the who I versus like... them food feud and is, the them getting special them? treatment or behaving differently because of their perceived uh, fame level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they're different because in this instance, Dave East was pissed off when Jim Jones took his table at the yeah. show at what were where was it the Soho House? So Dave East. And if you think about yeah, the way the way page six writes about stuff, sometimes you can tell that like you could just tell when you read page six sometimes that they heard the story direct from the source and perhaps even have video or audio recordings of what went down because they so like freely and confidently quote things. And I think this is one of those instances where Davies like spoke to them. But we have this story. I'm just going to read it verbatim. Dave East's Valentine's Day went south because of Jim Jones. East showed up on a date Wednesday to see R&B singer John B. perform at Soho House, only to leave in a huff, leading his date by the hand when his table was given to the Dipset rapper. So I'm saying, I shouldn't say this came from Davies. This just came from definitely someone at this place it, who told well, him Well, I was going to say, it could have come from Soho House, but and it, if it wasn't Soho House, I would say it definitely came from the restaurant. But part of me is kind of like Soho House's entire thing is like stuff doesn't come from us. But I'm also kind of like, is that just a lie? The brand of Soho House is like, oh, we keep it on the DL. We keep it, you know, we keep it tight. But I'm also kind of like, mm, no one does. So no one does. Yeah, I would say a, no one does. That's kind of a, okay. So when Dave East, who is a rapper, who has been like Grammy nominated, to be fair, they didn't really solve the problem. So it's not like I'd want to be bragging that I had this kind of issue with my bookings, you know? Yeah. So Dave East is sort of a Nas protege. He got nominated for a Grammy a couple years ago. So he shows up. His VIP table, which apparently had been promised to him, is occupied by none other than Jim Jones. And it's not well. just Jim Jones. It's like Jim Jones and his whole entourage. So it's multiple tables is kind of how I read this story. It's like they didn't just take one spot. They took a lot of spots. And then it seems like they told Dave, okay, we don't have any tables left, but you can stand. And he said, "It's way- this is quoted. It's way too packed in here. I'm not standing up in this crowd. East sniffed. He added, what am I supposed to do? Just stand here? Nah, we out. And then he took his girlfriend, who was completely unidentified, and they left. I mean, you got to pay respect to Jim Jones. Sorry, Dave East. It's like, okay. I'd be sad, but I'd be like, you know, if a, if a, if if I went to... If I went to, you know, what restaurant am I going to? If I went to a restaurant, if I went to the Cheesecake Factory and they said, oh, sorry, Michelle Collins has your table, I'd say, <laughs> okay, well, I respect that. Right. If anything, 
I don't know why Michelle Collins came to mind just because she's kind of my she's kind of my my foremother in in this in this world. I respect, respect her is what I'm saying. We I respect, respect and love, love her. And so I'd say Michelle Collins. Right. I'd say either like get me in that table like I'm joining, or I'd say like you know what, like hats off. I'll, I'll, I'll who's be been doing me. Who's been doing audio longer, Michelle Collins? Right. Who's been doing? <laughs> who's been in the game? Who's been in the game just decade? You know, just just killing it. Actually, do you see Michelle Collins is having a show at Town Hall? We have to go. No, I know we have to go. We have to go. Okay, just wait. making sure you knew that. I might be. No, I. I'd be okay. I think. I think if it were someone that I. If it was a random person, I'd say this restaurant is corrupt. I'm okay. complaining. I'm so mad. But if it was Michelle Collins, this or is somebody, different because I just would be like, okay. it's slightly different because we know her. So, and we have friendly okay, feelings but, uh, towards her. Okay, well, it's one thing to be name friends someone with someone else. But I'm thinking, whatever. Like, someone in let's say it's um. Who's someone in podcasts? Let's say it's we show up to a table and they go, "Oh, I'm sorry, the smartless boys took your table." I'd say that's annoying, but I'd also feel that's so embarrassing. I would feel embarrassed, and I think that's the thing here, where it's like Davies shows the up and he gets Davies shows up and he's like upset. You know, it is no obviously. I my example is my my, my example is not fair. It's just. Al, the smartless boys are annoying for every reason. Alex Cooper showing up. Just a really famous like, someone well, who's just a podcaster. I'd also be embarrassed. I'd be like, oh, here I am thinking I got a VIP table for my little dumb podcast two weekly. And then here comes number one podcast girly, obviously getting the table that I wanted right, at the Cheesecake Factory. Right, at the Cheesecake Factory. Right. And I'd say, this is the Cheesecake Factory. Are there not more tables? And they were, they'd be like, Lindsay, Baba, you oh, could sit right, at the bar. Right. We could still serve the, the the bread there. And I would sit there. And I would sit there because I want the bread. But you're right. There'd be an extra table at the Cheesecake Factory. That's their whole business model. There always has to be a table. Yes. And there's always bread. Wherever you want to sit, you can get the bread. Or you get the bread to go. The brown bread. You know a place I love. You loved? get the supermarket now. Oh, my God. You know a place I love that I only went, I think, only once in my life. But I was like, I was young enough to think that, like, Every restaurant was created equal, right? Where like every restaurant was like the fanciest thing in the world because it was like, oh my god, eating out. This is like, oh, this is luxury. But like yeah. spaghetti warehouse. What happened to spaghetti warehouse? Did you have spaghetti warehouses in Massachusetts? No, and I literally heard about spaghetti warehouse like two years ago. Did and it's the funniest name for a restaurant. The spaghetti warehouse. Does it is... exist here? I don't know. There was a spaghetti Where warehouse you... in San Antonio back in the day, but I don't even think it exists anymore. Not oh, it to is. Do a, whatever, it's still but open. Like, there, Imagine a warehouse. Places, northern, <laughs> the northern states don't have spaghetti warehouse. I don't think because the spaghetti warehouse's whole thing is that it's like a warehouse by, by warehouse. It's more like it looks like a saloon, so it just looks like an old saloon bar that maybe is in a an old west place. Yeah, That's how I this remember. Makes it. sense. The only spaghetti warehouses are in Ohio, Texas, Tennessee, and there's one in Syracuse, which totally makes sense. Oh, we got to go to the Syracuse Spaghetti Warehouse. Is it just spaghetti served in a warehouse? Oh, you already answered this question. I don't no. know why I'm asking again. It's just an I, Italian. Why am I asking again? It's an Italian restaurant with a really iconic name. That's all it is. But it feels like you're going there and you're getting like Costco deals on spaghetti. Is that true? Like you're going there and it's very like, very like, you could get, you know, spaghetti, but you could get the seven ninety nine spaghetti, twelve meatballs. Choose, choose a lasagna plate. No, like, that's it's always one of the like things. it's sort of like it's okay. sort of like um, you're going there for just pasta dishes. You're going there yeah. just for pasta dishes, but then they have like they have like their um, 
Because the main thing you go, you you go and you pick your pasta shape and then you pick your sauce and you pick what you pasta want. Pasta shape, it, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. But then they right. also have like, oh, you can get the deal, some sort of deal where it's like, get this huge fucking thing of meatballs and all this garlic right. bread and then this salad and it's, it's and it has, it'll have like a, a name, you know, it'll have like, it'll have like the warehouse supply. More so just like the idea of being a warehouse where you can just get spaghetti mm-hmm. is really Costco where it's like, I want to make sure, sh- like you're right. always getting like too much. It's That's like the spaghetti 20 warehouse. pounds of spaghetti and you're like, I don't even need that. Why would I ever need 20 pounds of spaghetti? Exactly. Like I just wouldn't, I'm not going to be able to eat this. But so. it also lasts for so long. So it'd be okay to have 20 pounds of spaghetti. Well, you're in a restaurant. So like how long are you lasting? Oh, I thought you meant dried. I was thinking about Costco <laughs> still. Like if I'm getting 20 pounds of spaghetti, it's like that's pretty. No, good I mean deal. I'm just saying Costco warehouse is where I go if I'm thinking of brands that are branded as warehouses. Mm-hmm. Is gonna be Costco. Hey everybody, I'm Megan from OK43. I'm here at Spaghetti Warehouse in beautiful Brooktown with Lisa Parsons, the general manager. Lisa, tell us a little bit about this delicious food that's here in front of us. We're featuring two new entrees. The first one is our portobello mushroom ravioli al forno. Jumbo ravioli stuffed with portobello mushrooms topped with our creamy Alfredo Marsala sauce. Second one's our Italian braised pot roast. It's slow cooked, topped with our marinara au jus. Should we move on to relationships? I know I thought that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey would get engaged at the Super Bowl, but I was looking in the wrong direction. I was looking in the wrong place. The relationship that was going to result in marriage at the Super Bowl was Usher and Jennifer, his longtime girlfriend. Well, they didn't get engaged. They just straight up got married. They got married, yeah, but they got married. Still, they got married at a drive through tunnel, the fast lane. Which it's it's one thing to get married at a drive through in Vegas when you just met. But it's another thing when you've been together for a very, very long time and right. like well, that's kind of the have a family together. And that's like, and then it's just like it. extremely cute. Well, like everybody was there. It kind of was, it's giving convenient. It's yeah. like, well, everyone's in town for this like big thing. Like we might as well just like do it while we're all here. Vegas is the wedding capital of the world. Is mm-hmm. it? I don't know. I'm making that up. It can be. It is. Sure. And, you know, I just think what's really interesting is that no one had like heard of this woman. I guess unless you're like an usher Stan, mm-hmm. you know that he's been with this woman for quite a few years and has two kids with her. Not that long, but long enough. And then people are kind of like, he married who? Like, I don't even know that he was dating someone. And it's mm-hmm. like so crazy because I feel like the number one, number two conversation around Usher is Chili. And it's like, oh, so you know who his ex is and bring her up all the time, but you don't know that he's been with this woman and has two kids with her. And also has an ex that he has two kids with that came long after Chili. Yeah. You know? And she works at, she Mika literally Foster. works at Epic Records. So, like, she's an A&R. Yeah, that's how they met. And I'm not sure if she still works there, but she did at one point because I didn't really follow up on that. Well, I was looking up, I found a lot of stories about, like, who is she? Everything to know about, like, everything to know about Jen Gorgachea. And it's like, you click them and they will be things like this. Jen is the SVP of A&R at Epic Records. And then you keep scrolling and it just, the other facts about her are, she and Usher couldn't be cuter. That's not a fact. That's not a fact. So it's That's sort of an like opinion. they have two sweet kids together. They get along so well. You know, it's just like, yeah, that's what you do when you don't have much information about a person. Jen and Usher first sparked dating rumors when they were photographed together at producer Keith Thomas's 40th birthday party in June 2019. So it's like not that long ago, to be honest, too. Mm-hmm. And they had kids together in 2020 and 2021. It's giving pandemic like we kind of didn't know. Like it wasn't talked about as much yeah pandemic yeah yeah, yeah. right and he already had kids so it wasn't like 
oh, Usher has his first kid. It was no novelty. More interesting to me. Sorry to bring back to Chili. I'm not sorry, actually. Why do I care? Well, Usher's are them. Usher gets married and Chili is on the beach with her boyfriend. This is the couple that I really care about. You know, Chili and what's his face? Matthew Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And they are giving exclusive photos, exclusive photos to Getty. And Getty is selling them to People Magazine. And it's incredible because it means that wherever they were in Jamaica, I think, that it's the sandals the resort sandals. I'm like, like i think it was they sold the photos to getty but then also they got paid by sandals to even pose there because all of the everything about this always mentions they're at sandals duns they're at sandals of course duns so i'm like it better be free mm-hmm. to to go on vacation during your very famous ex who wrote a very his most famous album about you super bowl debut and say well we're gonna go on vacation now and we're gonna get it for free because people are gonna be talking about us and i want there to be photos like whoever figured that whoever figured this out is a genius like whatever pr person like put this together or maybe it was just chilly i'm just hats also, off to them it may hats have off to it them. may have truly been a conven- uh, coincidence Simply because it was no. Matthew Lawrence's birthday. It could have been a birthday trip. And then maybe they could have said, oh, let's do something with this because this is kind of I funny kind that it's of, happening on Usher's big day. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it's planned. And I think even if it's a coincidence that his birthday is on the Super Bowl day, it's not a coincidence how this trip played out because mm-hmm. I'm seeing like everyone mentions unbothered by usher revealing she turned down proposal as she vacations with matthew lawrence source exclusive a source close to the tlc singer it's definitely her <laughs> told people that chili is unbothered by the recent hoopla involving her past relationship she and boyfriend matthew lawrence recently celebrated oh it's also valentine's day see this was the other thing it's also literally february it's valentine's day adjacent so like mm-hmm. super bowl is on the 11th right valentine's day is on the 14th his birthday is the 11th yeah. So they were probably there on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. The vacation fell during Lawrence's 44th birthday on Sunday, which the couple celebrated with a private candlelight dinner. She and her boyfriend celebrated Valentine's Day on a tropical getaway and sandals, blah, blah, blah. I mean, oh, that was copied twice. Oops, <laughs> I read it twice. Okay. Meanwhile, t Boz was asked where she was during the Super Bowl and she was like, I was at home. <laughs> I watched it at home. <laughs> t Boz said, what? What? <laughs> Super Bowl? It was a Super Bowl? Well, Usher also gave an exclusive to People Magazine in which he was like, I really loved that girl. I well, really Well, that's the thing. That every every story about dragging, Usher's yeah. every story about Usher's new marriage and his relationship with this woman has at least a paragraph about Chili in it because you kind of have to have it there. Sure, but the other issue is that every every article or conversation about Usher's music has a paragraph about Chili because it's his most famous and best album. Like uh, that's the issue. It's not even like oh, we're just bringing up his famous ex or his semi-famous ex. We're bringing up like the most, he's very famous and we're bringing up the most important piece in his body of work. And it's this incredible album that is about this very specific famous person. Mm -hmm. So it's like that I think is more of the issue, you know? Yeah. He did a confessions run through a little bit during the Super Bowl too. No, he did. And that was, I think, surprising to people too. Because he didn't opt for exclusively I mean, it shouldn't like, be. bops. And then he went to people and gave a thing about, oh, I really loved her. And she's like, I'm on vacation <laughs> with, with my boyfriend Lawrence. on his birthday. Get the hell away, you know? So I don't have to be the one speculating about marriage all the time. Do you think Chili and Matthew or Lawrence are going to get married? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Me too. <laughs> this, is, this type of shit's going to force them into getting married. <laughs> this type of shit? Yeah, for sure. If this Usher stuff holds up, keeps going on. And the two of them? Oh, yeah. The He's about to go on tour? This, 
the spawn at this wedding, the number of ats in the wedding caption on Instagram. Oh, oh my, my God. God. The, the nostalgia alone. That It's going to be like 90s con at this wedding. Am I right? Ugh. All the brothers and their friends. And Okay. How much of this same? It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh, and it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I hate and Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports, and in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me, they're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want. And Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want 
appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I want to be famous. Not married, Cynthia Bailey. This is funny. Did you think this was as funny as I did? The video is so good. The end of the video is so good. It's so good. It's so funny. It's so good. The way people reacted to it. This quote, this comment that I put in here made me laugh so hard because it's just like people believed it. And not only did they believe it, they were like so happy for Cynthia Bailey revealing that she got married on Valentine's Day. So Cynthia Bailey is not married. Let's start that there. But on Valentine's Day... Um, or around Valentine's Day, she posted a video of her that was very like well produced, where it looked like a videographer you hire for a wedding made the video. So it's sort of like yes, video definitely. of her, you know, getting ready, putting on a wedding dress. Like everything about it is symboli- symboli- symbolizing <laughs> yeah. a wedding. Like there's like a sexy man in a there's tux. limos driving. There's up. limos. Like, there's a grand yeah, yeah, yeah. mansion in the middle of like this like beautiful woods, right? And the music is stirring. She's there looking slay. Her hair is done. Her dress is beautiful. Everything's fitted. And people are like, oh, my God, Cynthia Bailey Right, there's like a hot guy. Good for her. So here I'm going to quote this commenter, ITJ. Um, I think this was on Instagram. And this person wrote, and I think this is representative of of what a lot of people said about this. Quiet as it's kept, this marriage will probably be her true marriage. It wasn't televised. She wasn't even in the news about it. She didn't even show y'all his face. LOL. She said, nope, we're doing this right this time. Congrats, Cynthia. And then later on, she posts the full video and it's just... (laughs) The full video at the end says, life is full of surprises, but this is not one of them. I'm not getting married. But if you are, make sure you reach out to ATL Exotic and Luxury Cars for your perfect getaway car. Get Get 15% 15 off when you use the the discount code Cynthia. Then she says, congratulations. And then she updated the video and wrote, thanks for all the love. Watch until the end. Watch people, she was like, okay. Until <laughs> the end. And everyone's like, everyone wrote like, you're wrong for this. When I saw that lifetime ring, I knew something was up. Oh, okay. So this person just didn't finish the video. I thought she posted it twice, one with the ending and one without the ending. No, she just posted it I once. Think she just posted it and then without the caption, wait till the end. And nobody waited until the end. Clearly, why would they? This is why Portia ITJ wrote, said, Nah, but who Cynthia. is that man? I know that smile. And Kenya wrote, you broke the internet with this. <laughs> this so now really it's funny. like, now it just became even funnier. Yes. Because it's the an whole thing ad is for a luxury car rental place. Yes. And the gag is that she has been married twice before. So I think people are sort of rooting for her to like get married again and like find happiness. Like date, marry someone good. It's funny this is like the gag with this. The gag. I have to hear I have to hear this again because the end when she goes, get fifteen percent like, off when you use the discount code Cynthia. Here it is. Yeah. Life is full of surprises, but this is not one of them. I'm not getting married, but if you are, make sure you reach out to ATL Exotic and Luxury Cars for your perfect getaway car. You get 15% off when you use the discount code, Cynthia. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) Not me, but for you. Congratulations. 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 Thank you, Cynthia. Um, This made me laugh. It's so funny. It's so funny. 
this made me laugh because Amber Rose is so confusing <laughs> and funny to me. And I have no idea. Like, her explanation for this doesn't help me. So she got headlines like this. Texans quarterback CJ Stroud, 22, and Amber Rose, 40, spark romance speculation after leaving celebrity softball game together. After this happens, we get this headline. CJ Stroud is not dating influencer Amber Rose, she says. Colon, Kanye West's ex doesn't know the Texans quarterback, despite being seen getting into a car with him in Houston. So this all started after this softball game. Amber Rose gets into CJ Stroud's car. CJ Stroud is a quarterback for the football team, the Texans. And after she's confronted with, you know, well, are you dating this person? Are you dating CJ? You got into his car. Her she hat said, is, says CJ on it. She says, we Wait. literally don't know each other and only met yesterday at the softball game. Why is, is she, she just... wearing a hat that says CJ on it well, at the game? Right. Is she... This is what's confusing to me. <laughs> Did she get the hat at this game? Is she wearing it because she just got this? Or is she playing a joke on all of these people and like trying to act like she isn't fucking this guy when, in fact, as all the evidence suggests, she is dating this guy? She wrote, we literally don't know each other and only met yesterday at a softball game. The sprinter left me and he was nice enough to give me a ride to my hotel. Thanks again. But then why are the enti- why the entire game are you wearing a hat that says CJ? Like, am I missing something from this? The hat says CJ. Am I crazy? You're not missing anything. No one's knocking about the hat. You're not missing. Oh, you know what the hat means? What? His name happens to be CJ. She's playing for the Cactus Jacks. No! You're so right. No! We were both confused for the same reasons. And now I'm looking at the the photos a little more closely. She's playing for the Cactus cactus Jack. It is funny that then she just like got in the car with a guy named CJ. And she wore the CJ hat the whole time. She met a guy, found out they lived in the same neighborhood. And he was like, do you want to ride? And she said, okay. (laughs) Oh my God. What's your name? CJ. However, oh, Rose took like Instagram after to deny any romantic connection between the pair, saying she didn't even know the newly crowned offensive rookie of the year. Oh, oh like offensive, like gameplay, not like he's offensive. Offensive. <laughs> offensive rookie of he's the year. He's not offensive. He's offensive. Rookie. Have you been watching her uh, YouTube channel? As I you're have. Like, so obsessed with it. You are so obsessed. You can with see. It. I don't I think put... you've actually been watching it. No, I have been watching it. You have. Yeah, I have been watching it. I watched the Neil deGrasse Tyson one, and I watched the Ambrose A Day of My Life, which is really boring. I didn't watch Trying In and Out Secret Menu yet, but I will watch it at lunch today. They're so boring. She just likes everything. Like she eats the she'll she'll eat something and be like, "Oh yeah, this is good. This is interesting. Yeah, this is good." Like it's never it's never all that like captivating of like uh, restaurant commentary. And this one I don't really? actually like that much. Yeah, what well, are you expecting from her? I like the one with Black China, but I don't like this one because like one of her kids is there and that's like boring to me. Yeah. Like yeah, bring yeah, me another totally. celebrity. So like she's there eating there, eating with her kid, and it's like where is Angela? That's what I have to say about it. Rory Bucky I've and Robert never, Irwin. I've split. never seen more headlines about a breakup than I have about this one. Robert Irwin and Rory Bucky breaking up. If you're wondering, Lindsay, where are you looking? I don't know. But the normal places that I have headlines that are fed to me were nonstop posting that Robert Irwin and girlfriend Rory Bucky announced split after two years of dating. Like, again, Australia, are you, you're obsessed with Steve Irwin. You're obsessed with him. And you always tell me, no, that you don't care about Bindi and you don't care about them. But I'm like, 
Do you care the proof about is in the Robert? pudding, sweetie? You ca- you care about that entire family. You love them so much. They're your, literally your first family. They're literally your Obamas. You know. Mm-hmm. We wanted to share that we have decided to go our separate ways, but profoundly appreciate all the time spent together and wish one another all the best for the future. We wish to express the gratitude and respect we have for one another as we continue our journeys on different paths. We won't be commenting further on this and really appreciate your respect and privacy at this time. Wow. We love each other so much. We love each other so much. Don't worry about it. We love each other so much. It's over. Everything's fine. He's the son what of Steve Irwin and she's the uh, niece of Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, yeah. What happened? I don't know, but Maybe they won't be commenting further on this. too much attention to the animals at the zoo or something. Lindsay, they respect our, they appreciate our respect and privacy at this time. So let's not speculate about what happened to Robert Irwin and Rory Bucky, Heath Ledger's niece. I was laughing because in the Daily Mail Australia, obviously my favorite publication, the headline is, sad detail in Robert Irwin and Rory Bucky's breakup. Couple wipe all traces of their relationship from social media as they split almost two years after dating. That's the sad detail. Everyone does Since that. sharing the devastating news robert has seemingly wiped all traces of roy from his instagram from his grid and now only shows posts featuring himself and his family meanwhile rory has changed her profile from public to private and disabled all her comments functions what do these people think is going to happen i guess i the australian people are not going to take this lying down <laughs> they needed a new prince and princess they wanted to have a new princess they made their red carpet debut at the mission impossible dead reckoning part one premiere in sydney i know i love that i was did i tell you i overheard people talking about mission impossible in public recently and they got a detail wrong, and it took like every bit of me <laughs> to not correct them. What was the detail they got wrong? They called Rebecca Ferguson Ethan's wife. Yeah, oh, who's the God. who's the woman who plays? It, it was too clearly. It was too seemingly seemingly straight guys, and they oh. were like, "I like I like her." Do you watch Silo? And they were like, "Oh, who do you who? Which one?" And he was like, "Oh, Ethan's wife in it. Ethan's wife." Oh and yeah, I like, haven't seen Silo, <gasps> and I wanted to be like his wife. Is Michelle Monaghan and Rebecca Ferguson's just the woman he's actually fucking in love with? Wait, it'd be really funny if you whipped around and you said, Sirs, excuse me. Speaking of straight people, Sabrina Carpenter wore Big Barry's sweatshirt, or was it Sabrina Carpenter's sweatshirt <laughs> that Big Barry wore? It was Big Barry's they sweatshirt, are right? Iconically the same size ish. <laughs> same height ish. You know what I, I mean? They're like, they're like <laughs> what? You have, it's funny to have like Paul Meskel come out of Ireland and the moment he arrives in America, people are like, we have to take this guy so seriously. He's so hot. Right. He's so talented. Well, He's the number one movie star. We like, let's give him an Oscar nomination immediately. Right. Barry Keoghan is like, okay, here's another guy from Ireland. We need, we need to take him seriously. We kind of seen him around. We're going to give him an Oscar nomination, but it's going to take a little bit. We have to, like, he has to transition from, like, sort of, like, movie weirdo to movie leading man. But he's going to get his little nomination. Great. Okay. But okay. instead of, like, Paul Meskel being like, I'm going to do this another serious movie, All of Us Strangers. I'm going to be in Gladiator 2 and be a movie star. Barry Keoghan is like... I'm going to lick up bath cum and salt water and start dating Sabrina Carpenter and like yes. just be kind of a silly billy. Yes. <laughs> well, there are two sides of the Irish coin, which we're about to find out when we visit there. The Irish coin. The Irish there's, coin. One type of guy and you know, another type of guy. There's the leading man and there's a the little freak. And Barry will always be the little freak. And that's fine. He's going to fuck the grave he and he's going to date he Sabrina fills Carpenter. A bucket. He fills a bucket. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's the other side of the Irish coin. What I is the Irish believe- coin? It's Barry like the, Keoghan. It's the, the gold at the end of the rainbow. What? Barry Keoghan what? is getting embarrassing people exclusive photos. It's incredible. It's incredible. He 
absolutely Last year, people were like, he needs it. an Oscar for that one scene he on the lake. Ab- oh. I've never seen a celebrity enjoy as much as I watch Barry enjoy. I saw him on Hot Ones. He's having the time of his goddamn life. Yeah, yeah. Are you kidding? You, Jacob Elordi's like, get away from me when asked about the bathwater. <laughs> Barry Kiergan's like, where's the bathwater? I'll sip it for you. You want to? Yeah. You want me to get back Give in the me bathtub? Another cuppa? I'll have another cup. Give me in the <laughs> cup of bathtub water. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Anyways, mm-hmm. these two are officially dating because now they've been like photographed together, and and he, they both are wearing the same randomly Harvard sweatshirt. That's what made me laugh. Where it's Neither like, of them went there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely don't have to go to Harvard to wear a Harvard sweatshirt. Yeah. That school is barely a school. It's more a sweatshirt than it is a school. You know, at this point. One time I wore a Columbia shirt that a friend got me when he like visited Columbia when we were in college and he uh-huh. like came back and like got people Columbia merch which in retrospect was sort of like why did he buy everyone all this Columbia stuff anyway it's kind of it expensive fit me, it fit me well and I wore this Columbia nice, I wore this Columbia t-shirt to like class or someone something and someone asked me if I went there if I was like a grad student and I was like no said, yeah and then they oh. said well then why are you wearing the shirt and then I was like "Ooh, yikes and then I never wore the shirt again <laughs> I was like why am I wearing this shirt I, mean, I don't even I don't know where Columbia is, to, barely. I don't I don't think you have to attend the school to wear the... Oh, meanwhile, you couldn't pay me to wear my alma mater on a tee. And you couldn't sorry. pay... When the Boston jumps out... When the Boston jumps out... Alma mater? I don't know that I've ever heard the, the Boston jump out like a jack-in-the-box like it just did. My <laughs> alma mater? <laughs> well, I should be wearing the Harvard sweatshirt. That's the case. I'm like literally my eyes are bulging out. My alma mater. When you do Boston, it's sort of like you're doing a joke. I mean, that's just like how it's you're, said in you're my like head. You're like quoting it's people. Latin. It's Latin, you know? <laughs> Listen, what I'm saying is is that anyone can wear the Harvard sweatshirt. Sabrina sure, Carpenter, Harvard. Barry, it's Harvard's a brand. Fine. Harvard's fine. You know? And can anyone wear, but but can anyone wear the Texas Longhorns hat smushed on their head like Renee Zellweger? No. 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 It has to be your Only alma mater. Her. It has to be your alma mater. How do you say it? Alma mater? <laughs> that sounds stupid. That sounds really stupid. You think that sounds better? How do you say it? But I got her number. How do you like them apples? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds stupid too. You got to say it in a Boston accent. <laughs> How do you say it? The departed? <laughs> okay, wait. What is the Renee Zellweger cap that she's wearing these days? Because it's not... I sent Bobby I sent Bobby a pic of her in a new smushed cap. And I was like, what's this cap? And he was like, it's not Longhorns. And I was like, well, what the fuck is it then? Because Renee Zellweger has obviously been dating Ann Anstead for a while. And they're always photographed together. And every time they're photographed out like running errands, she's usually in. She's wearing her a Longhorns classic hat. Although this smushed is, this red Longhorns hat. Oh, it's her USO hat. She's worn that before. It's <laughs> in the rotation. track of all her hats. But she's I, still wearing it on her head, like in her style, that's just like perched on her head. Yeah, she doesn't wrap it around her skull. She sort of just lets it set atop but, her crown. Stop describing wearing a hat like it's complicated wrap it around your skull it's just on your head somehow she finds a different area of head to lay the hat on i don't even know how she does that i love her so much (laughs) you won't even you won't even get into it with me because you're like that's how she wears her hat she's just so she's just so likable renee zellweger you know 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I've no, I have no issues with her. I'm really happy for her, generally. Are you happy for Huma Abedin and Alex Soros? George Soros's son, son. is dating Huma. Is dating Huma. This is like this is dangerous for the <laughs> internet. Is, like this, this is, is so this is so dangerous for the internet. I'm like I like this can't be real. You cannot get this. Just end this now. But it's real. She posted Alex Soros posted the photo of her and Huma in a booth or a banquet. Honestly, in Paris, in a sort of tacky sort of situation, just covered in rose petals. And like Remember when weirdly she a dated full slice Bradley of, Cooper? Yes. Oh my god. A full <laughs> loaf of bread that's just sliced in front of them and then it says happy happy Valentine's Day. Did you Damn. see the photo of like the full loaf of bread that's sliced in front of them? Like, I know it's Paris and that baguettes are a thing, looks but this amazing. isn't a baguette. This looks like ciabatta. I mean, it looks incredible. They're at a cheesecake factory in Paris. <laughs> the spaghetti warehouse. She just asked for, she's, she's at the spaghetti. She said, le spaghetti, le warehouse de spaghetti. Le warehouse de spaghetti. <laughs> uh, le, oh. uh, le cinquième. <laughs> what? When, when they're talking about, like, what quarter they're in. Oh, right. Of course. Yes. It's in the, it's not in the Le, le Marais. It's in it's Le, le, le Marais. The... <laughs> The spaghetti warehouse. <laughs> the warehouse de spaghetti. Uh, this is my boyfriend, George Soros's son. <laughs> Le l'entrepôt de spaghetti. Uh, je m'appelle Uma. I used to date uh, Bradley Cooper. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, stop. I'm sorry, like, Uma, I know love is love. <laughs> but hasn't this woman been through enough? I'm sorry. If you've been through what Huma Abedin has been through and you fall in love with George Soros' son, you say, you Too know bad. what? <laughs> no. This is just going to have to be a, a sort of... Over. This is going to have to be over. Okay. Next one we've got. Hints at a breakup. Break up. Nikki Nicole. I love Nikki Nicole. Nikki Nicole what a name. Nikki Nicole name. and Peso Pluma. And Peso they Pluma. went to the Grammys together, right? They were just there together and now they're broken up. And they broke up. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, but well, we, we <laughs> Come on. We got... Essentially, he cheated. Right. She wrote, respect is a necessary part of love. What is loved is respected. What is respected is cared for. When you are not cared for, there is no respect. I don't stay there. I leave. It is with great sorrow that I found out the same way you did. Thank you for the love you are sending me. Then Billboard saw this and was like, hey, Peso, did you cheat? And he was like, I'm not going to respond to you. (laughs) He was like, no, I'm not responding for a comment. Mm-hmm. But they've been together mm-hmm. for a few years. So, basically, we've talked about before, um, Nikki Nicole. He's like the breakout. Yes. Yeah. Breakout from like last year. Um, Nikki Nicole yeah. is a, I've never heard of her, but she was, is an Argentinian singer. And now they're broken up because well, she now they're no seems longer to have accused him of cheating without actually saying it, you know? It seems pretty clear. Yeah. That's actually, the more I read that statement, because now I've read it twice, I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> What? It's like kind of a, it's like kind of an elegant, like lyrical breakup statement. The, just especially compared to, um, right? I mean, Rory it's and Roberts. Yeah, but even right. even despite the translation, it's like it's like very. But nice. I mean, it's probably even better in Spanish, is what I'm saying. What is loved is respected. What is respected is cared for. And when you are not cared for and there is no respect, I don't stay there. I leave. I leave. A lot of it's, splits. Wait, it is with great sorrow that I found it the same way you did. Yeah. Wait, that's that's what's interesting. That's the part. But see, she's she's referencing she the out? cheating rumors without saying that he cheated. 
I found out in the same way you did, but she's not saying what she found Yeesh. out. She's assuming that we know what she's talking well, about when she says the that true she heads found out. know. Yes. We're not going to look it up, but the true heads know, I guess, that there were rumors. We have three splits moving on. We'll do them quick. Ready? These are fun. American Pie star Sean William Scott fells for divorce from life Olivia after four years of marriage. That's one. Number two. Sir Ian McKellen, 84, splits from boyfriend 54 years his junior after whirlwind romance. That's two. Mm-hmm. And then Paul Walker's daughter, Meadow, officially files for divorce less than two months after announcing split from husband Louis Thornton Alain. Who Alain. You, which one of these do you like the most? <laughs> which one do you think? Uh, I want to talk about Sir Ian McKellen and his <laughs> I had a 54 years <laughs> younger boyfriend, Oscar. He, um, he literally was in a show with him in which... Oscar played his son and he played mother <laughs> like because it was a like it was a mother goose. He played mother. Go- mother Ian was goose. mother goose. Yes. He literally played mother goose. <laughs> it's a pantomime. But it's still funny. It's so good. So this boy is in photos with him being like mother. 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 Oh, I'm with mother. So mother. he started dating Ian McKellen after this and they were very like like it wasn't secret like there are headlines about them like oh here is this much younger beau oscar okay who's just an actor based in london and he's currently working on some documentary about oscar wilde that like i watched the trailer for and it has 296 views i'm just like i can't get too deep into this person so whatever but they started dating in 2022 then they break up but the sources in this story about the split from what is this the sun oh the mirror are really funny because they're like, he was head over heels, meaning Oscar was head over heels for Ian. But like all of Ian's friends knew, despite what this boyfriend wanted, which was like getting married, Ian isn't that type of guy. And it's like, yeah, like when you're 84 and when you're 84, you're kind of like firmly established as a type of guy. (laughs) And so it's like, Oscar has been telling friends and family that he has big plans with McKellen. He's even said he thinks they'll get engaged. McKellen hasn't had a boyfriend in 20 years. He's not really a marriage man. He doesn't want a man living in his home. He enjoys having someone when he's on tour. He gets infatuated, and then as quickly as he's into him, he's fallen out with them. There's no way when he is out of the bubble doing his panto that he's going to have this guy live with him in East London rattling around. (laughs) The friends are like, this bitch doesn't want someone in his house? Yeah, he's literally 84. He doesn't want, like, a random guy in his house. Meanwhile, this 30-year-old is like, "Mm, Ian... Ian, mother, when can mother. I move into your flat? Wait, last thing on this, last thing on the relationships list before Rita, that I just am so happy has been confirmed, is that yeah. everyone has always been like, Giselle Bunchen is dating her jujutsu teacher, and ever, and it felt kind of like bullshit. It felt kind of like push, like mm-hmm. we're pushing it, you know. It was like when Sean Mendes was dating his ty- her his chiropractor. We were which like, like sure, I'm still Jan. kind of which well we're still very confused about that. But this was very much like. It's giving like a romance novel. It's like my husband sucks, Tom Brady, he sucks. I'm going to fall in love with my jiu-jitsu trainer. And he's like, well, what are you doing today? She's like, oh, I'm just studying my jiu-jitsu. And he's like, okay, honey, have a good time. And it's like she's smooching him. And he's so sexy and young and like a hunk. But the thing about this was after the rumors, she fully was like, no, we're not. Like she's, she's commented about this and was like, absolutely not. No, we weren't. No, we're not. But what I'm so happy about is now they're being spotted kissing on a like a like a night camera a night camera yeah now they've been spotted kissing door sources are coming out of the woodwork to say they are deeply in love it's a type of camera where you only expect to see like possums and raccoons 
But like, instead, you I'm see not, like I'm not used to Giselle seeing a human smooching. shape in this sort of pixelation. I'm used to seeing like the, a possum being like, what? They strolled around the upscale neighborhood where she lives. The pair reached what appears to be Joaquin's car, at which point the handsome martial arts teacher wrapped his arm around Giselle, who was clutching onto her dog's leash. The model, whose divorce from NFL superstar was finalized in 2022, reciprocated by draping her, herself around his neck as she leaned in to exchange several kisses before they pulled apart. Mm. Mm. So mm. hot. Miami. So hot. We have to talk to we have to talk about Rita because it's a big, big Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Okay, Rita released a new song, but that's not even the most interesting thing that happened to Rita this week. I heard Rita Ora's voice coming from the kitchen um, <laughs> on Friday, and I was like, "Yeah, what? And I was like looking around like, am I having a breakdown? Like, what's happening here? Because it was like re- clearly Rita Ora's voice, but I'd never heard the song before. And I realized Josh had had his like Discover Weekly on, and it was just like playing from his phone on the speaker. I was like, oh, okay. I'm not going crazy. I was like, you put this on, and he was like, it's just, it's just Discover Weekly. It's just Discover Weekly. I didn't, I didn't pick it. mm -hmm. It still Mm -hmm. chose him. It still chose Mm -hmm. him. Just saying. I feel like that's an algorithmic decision. And if you're asking what it sounds like, it sounds just like a Rita Ora song. Okay, so the most important thing that happened ever was that first we got news. First we first we saw clips that Rita Ora was co-hosting the Today Show. Okay, Mm -hmm. to me. Totally normal thing to see. Rita is an expert host. I Didn't see a clip of her saying, eye. no, I see, see a clip of her saying, oh my God, this morning I cut my hair. She's got a gorgeous blonde bob. I'm like, wow, somebody did it first and it wasn't you. It was me. But that's fine. Rita or and I now have the same blonde bob. It's fine. It ages us both equally, girly. I don't think it so, ages you at all. Really? That's nice of no. you to say. I feel like short hair kind of ages people sometimes. No? No, your hair looks great. Okay, thanks. It definitely works for me. It works for her too, but Rita Ora could be bald I would and say, be hot, I will so, say it ages you know. her. It ages her. <laughs> I think she looks... I, she looks I mean, stunning, I really but think it, it makes yeah. her look five years older. I love your so. style. Look at your, oh, look at your thank earrings. Thank you. By the way, can what I just talk on? about this? Yeah. I cut my hair off at seven o'clock this morning. Wait, what did you do? Yeah, I just had a real thing. Me and my hairdresser were like, let's just chop my hair off. And now I'm here hosting the show with you. Wait, which is, like, wait what is a my, minute. What is my morning, by what the way? What just happened? Wait, you just said cut it now? Yes. I know. I guess for this. <laughs> you didn't even know. No, I didn't even know this was happening. Honestly, everyone watching, this has just been so much fun. And they asked us backstage, and I was like, I love Hoda. Like, can I do this? Oh. And so here we are. Now we're with you for a whole hour. <laughs> so she comes in. She's like, they cut my hair, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, this is great. She's co-hosting. I'll watch this later. Then I, I think that's it, that Rita Ora is co-hosting the today show. That's it. She's doing press for her little song. Then we get this. Kelly Rowland walks off today's show set and Rita Ora fills in after dressing room issue source. Then you get connected. That was from People. Then you connected to Page Six. Page Six is the one that got all the reporting. So let's go to Page Six. Kelly Rowland walks off today's show as guest host because dressing rooms weren't up to par, leaves Hoda scrambling. Scrambling. 
scrambling. And I, what I was going to say is, you know, everyone who worked at the Today Show, every staffer at the Today Show has page six on speed dial. You know, like, oh, these I'm sure. people love, love to give I'm them sure. the drama. They love it. And I feel like, not to be like, I know this for a fact, but aren't the, the Today Show dressing rooms like famously small? They're famously, like, famously a... small. This comes up, not infrequently, but it, it's a thing that people talk about. And sometimes they talk about it on Today Show when they're a guest. Right. Okay. They like bring I'm it up like... as a gag. Yes. They're like, wow, those are like closets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so Kelly Roll, and this is kind of unlike Kelly Roll. I do feel like maybe she was just in a bad, of bad, in a bad sort or I something. I think so because too. It feels Kelly is like her. usually down to clown. Mm-hmm. She seems very professional. Like I just watched an entire video of her talking about like Atlanta and like eating pie or whatever. And like, also this show, different... the shows that she's promoting so, right now, Mea Culpa, like mm-hmm. I-, I saw like Beyonce and Tina went to the premiere of this. Like I actually think she really mm-hmm. cares about this and it, it so it's, it's weird that she yeah you know it's also 8 a.m mm-hmm. it's like whatever oh wait so listen kelly Rowland dramatically walked about blah 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 the r&b singer and actress was a guest at the she was there so she was on the show at 8 a.m she was already She's there expected yeah. to fill in for jenna bush hager in the fourth hour as guest host roland however dropped out at the 11th hour you can't say 11th hour here it's kind of confusing i get that it's a mm-hmm. saying but it's mm-hmm. it's confusing when we're talking about actual hours just saying because her dressing room wasn't up to par and she left hoda cotby scurrying to find a replacement sources told us she was then supposed to co-host at 10 a.m okay roland's abrupt exit left today insiders perplexed because she she's beloved at today she was getting the full hour and hoda's biggest hype woman on the planet it made no sense no sense. oh you know and then you find out the reason that she was in a green room that wasn't that great was because the best green room was occupied by jennifer none other than lopez jennifer lopez there's only one good green room and jennifer lopez had it had it she they so she off they offered her another room mm-hmm. they she said and no. she said that's not she said no. good enough she said no what i'm confused by and so after after roland said i'm out of here and i'm not going to be doing the fourth right, hour then what happened they called rita ora and but what's confusing is that it it says it says thankfully for copy singer rita ora volunteered it's like no that's definitely not what happened rita didn't how did rita know what was going on was she in the vicinity Right. Was she already was she, planning to come on the show? She must have been nearby or planning to come on the show, or maybe she was going to be a guest on something else. Like, it doesn't really make it. I mean, I'm sure it makes sense, but that's the key detail that we don't have anywhere. You know, like, we don't know how Rita got the call and ended like, up there with her new maybe haircut they had talking her, to Hoda for an hour. Well, my guess is that I'm confused as to who was supposed to be on the show that day, but I, maybe she was scheduled to be on the show that week. Like she was scheduled, she, like they knew she was in town because she yeah. was supposed to be on the show like at some point that week or tomorrow or she had just been on the show. Like again, I don't really know. And then they were like, just call like call her because she is a host. She yeah. it's not like oh she's just a people were like oh she's a bit she's around like she is around and yeah. she is good at stuff, but she also is a host. I think about the morning show on Apple TV Plus starring People's Choice Awards winner Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. and like. You have to kind of, you have to kind of believe that all these people, like imagine Karen Pittman would be prepared. You would have to have a backup plan for every single thing. So even though it probably is rare for someone to be like, I'm not doing that, you have to have someone who's going to be around if there is some kind of emergency. So maybe there's just a list of celebrities that they make every week. That's like people who are in the area in case we need someone at the 11th hour, you know, like, I mean, that's a good, where it's like, who is in the vicinity? You know, it's a good theory in case someone drops out, in case someone gets sick, you know, like, right. I just feel like 
she's definitely on that list, no doubt, because she is the consummate professional. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of like, they must have known she was in the zone. And yeah. by in the zone, I mean like in town. Well, when Rita posted about it, she posted it in kind of like a funny way. She posted like the clip of well, her with Hoda. And she said, I only had two minutes to prepare for this. That is incredible. I will say, that's inc- it is actually incredible. Of all the Rita Orr things that... The- All the things Rita Orr does that I say are incredible. Mm -hmm. I actually really mean that. It's incredible to get a call 10 minutes, 2 minutes, even an hour before you have to go on live morning TV. Mm -hmm. It's only 10 a.m. in glam and just deal with whatever is being thrown your way. Mm -hmm. Come on. Come on. She says she only had 2 minutes, but it's it's never... It's never I mean, clear I mean, what the actual timeline was. Like, I know two minutes is just a saying, so whatever. But either, even if she had an, I'm saying, even if she had an hour, even if she That's had nuts. two hours, yeah. like, did she, did they give her any of the segments or scripts or mm-hmm. anything? You know, she's gonna be talking about. Like, it really is kind of an incredible feat to go on live TV with little with little to no notice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I do kind of think there's more to this story in every aspect. Like. I think that Kelly was disrespected in a way that has nothing to do with the dressing rooms. I think that Rita Ora was right. told for some reason, like maybe she was literally in the building, you know, like. Right. There's oh, w- true. She could have been at, at a different NBC, She could have been ABC's. filming promos for The Voice or something. You right. Know? Totally. To- she could have been upstairs. They said, well, Rita Ora is upstairs doing this. Right. Yeah, you're so right. She could have been. But I also really think like the more I think about the Kelly Rowland aspect, I'm like, this isn't just dressing rooms. I know. They did something else. And trust me, we've been in some stinky ass dressing rooms. But we're not Kelly Rowland. But I'm just saying, like, sometimes you're like, I'm feeling disrespected. Mm -hmm. I do want to watch this mea culpa. Rita Ora puts on leggy display and bold double denim look. She can choose to flaunt her new hairdo in New York. Oh, she looks good. She looks so good. She's wearing jean. She's wearing like a full jean look with like jean pumps. Anyway, Rita, Rita did it. And I think this is like. She did it. I don't think this she is the last time we're going to see this woman on morning t- on morning television in the United States. <gasps> you think they're going to give her the job? She is. She's going to no, replace no, Hoda. No, she's going to replace, replace Hoda. Uh, well, Six no, you can't replace you can't replace Jenna. Like the some like the ghost of George Bush will like. Well, kill the you. thing is, we don't really have. She she going to join the View? Like, there's really nowhere for her to go. She'll go somewhere. I think morning mm-hmm. television is like her calling. At some point, mm-hmm. she's going, she's bopping from here to here to here to here to here to here to here all the time. At some point, mm-hmm. she's going to say, I need to settle down. I need to not travel all the time the way I'm traveling now. And when she does that, I think that's going to be not music. I think she'll ease into some sort of like more regularly scheduled hosting gig. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for bonus episodes, the Discord server, commentary tracks, and more. You can also get the audio-only audio-only on the Apple Podcast app. Sorry there was like an Apple Podcast app snafu this week. We don't know what happened if you were trying to listen on Apple Podcasts. They said, oh, there's no problem. There was clearly a problem. So we don't know what happened, but sometimes Apple Podcasts doesn't work. But you can put the RSS feed on any podcast app that you'd like. It all works. Um, what else can we say? Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's for providing our reading theme song on Tuesdays. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. And I think that's truly it. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Hey. 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 Hey.